Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters. Farscape episode 82, bringing home the beacon. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Howdy. Howdy. How you doing? I'm okay. Okay. And yourself? I'm fine. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't seem like it. No, I'm fine. Okay, alright. <laughs> uh, far... Escape. It's a show we're watching. It is a show that we're watching. <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> Not for much longer. Not for very much yeah. longer. Yeah, we're, we are very close. We are. Uh, got uh, got a handful more episodes of this season, and then uh, the miniseries. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some surprises here and there, Maybe. too. Who knows? Yeah. I certainly don't. Because they're surprises. Right. I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure who does know. Yeah. Or who will be telling us when they're supposed to happen. But uh, I can only pray that it happens. Yeah. Listeners, if you're aware of surprises that we are not aware of, uh, please let us know. Right. At the appropriate time. Yes. Uh, but not about the Farscape show. No, no. Because if there are surprises, I would like to experience them myself. Right. I am... Very anti-spoiler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though. Why do you hate Stephanie Brown? Because <laughs> I find her annoying. Aww. I never thought she was very well fleshed out as a character. Fair enough. <laughs> they were just trying to cram her into any position in the bat books that they could film. <laughs> and it just never worked. Okay. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I think I have read exactly one comic where she was a character. And, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it was, uh, was there an issue of Teen Titans where she showed up as Robin? Teen Titans number 13. That's the one I read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yep. I liked her. No, I mean, there's that that one issue was perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. It was a Jeff Johns comic. Yes, it was back when he was not despicable. Yeah, to me, <laughs> he anyway. was on his way. He was clearly on his way. In my opinion, at that point, he was on his way. Yeah. Anyway, I just uh, spent the weekend watching. Uh, Four different DC animated movies. Yeah. And uh, there was only one of them that I enjoyed. Yeah. And it was the JLA Adventures Trapped in Time. It's a good one. Yeah. And the other two were uh, Jeff John stories. And then the last one was uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the other two Flashpoint Paradox and War. <laughs> Was Flashpoint Paradox as violent as I heard it was? It's pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah. Does uh does Reverse Flash get impaled by Batman in that one? Um like he does in the comic. I Here's the thing. Yeah. Don't recall. <laughs> is Reverse Flash even in it? He is in it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh I remember Aquaman getting his arm cut off. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I remember uh, Barry Allen being burned to a crisp by lightning. Sure, yeah. Straight uh, out of the comic. Straight out of the comic. <laughs> um, 
I remember Cyborg having his chest ripped open and his still-beating heart being looked at by, uh, I believe it was Aquaman. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I remember Superman just uh, fucking murdering a whole bunch of people with his heat vision. <laughs> All right. Now, that's not a real Superman. That's weird. That's weird. Project Superman, Superman, right? Yeah, weird, uh, hidden in a basement for 30 years, super skinny, never interacted with another human being before Superman. Yeah, yes. Yeah. How does he have powers if he was in the basement for uh, 30 years? It was because they brought him out into the sun. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, he got his powers. <laughs> Instantly. Instantly. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... He also did disappear for a while in the movie and then yeah, come back. And that's true. Burn some more people to a He crystal. probably flew into the sun to get his powers. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least closer to it. Yeah. Because I think... Climb some mountains. Yeah, I think that science works out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so in, uh, in the movie, uh, was it as dumb as the comic? <laughs> was, was everything Barry Allen's fault? In yes. the movie. Yes. Just like it is in the comic. Yes. Fucking fuck. Yep. It, uh, yeah, he, uh, they, they never show it at any point in time. I don't know if they do in the comic or not, but yeah, apparently at the, uh, you know, uh, when the credits to the movie starts, that's apparently when he, uh, decides to, uh, go back in time and rescue his mother. Spoiler. Yeah, they never show it in the comic either. Okay, all right. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. And he has no memory of doing it. Right. Until the final issue when Zoom Reverse Flash reminds him yep. that that's what he did. That's how it plays out in the movie. Um, that is fucking garbage. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because why does Zoom remember? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> now, does, uh, at the end, uh -huh. when he fixes time, the timeline, yeah. does it introduce, does it bring it into the New 52 universe? Well, uh, again, I, I've never read the comics, so yeah. I don't know exactly what happened, yeah. uh, other than it did bring about the New 52. Um, I'll tell you what happened in the comics. In the comics, he uh, he stops himself from stopping his mother's murder. Okay. Uh, and then there is a poorly drawn two-page spread of the Pandora character mm -hmm. uh, fixing the timelines. All like, right. the Flash is running, and he's like, oh, I feel dizzy all of a sudden. And, and Pandora does voiceover, and she... Uh, she brings the three disparate timelines of the DC Universe, the Vertigo Universe, and Wildstorm together into one universe, saying hmm. that, oh, this is how it was always meant to be, and then this is the universe. And then so there's a final scene at the end, which is between Batman and the Flash, and it's... it's you could tell it was written before they decided to do a new 52 uh -huh. anything because uh -huh. they're the same like same personalities right right but their their costumes have extra lines on them now okay that is the only difference and uh, that conversation between uh the flash and batman is that about how uh thomas wayne uh, gives flash a letter to give to bruce yeah okay that is how the movie ends okay uh, with all, without all that bullshit about, uh, Pandora. Okay. Uh, fixing the timelines or That's anything like that. That's kind of good. But, 
when uh, you know when he fixes the timeline. Uh, yeah, suddenly they all have like extra lines all over their costumes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> That's part of the fixing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Interesting. And uh, the the Flash's lines are all just like really obnoxious yellow bolts. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not even, like, seams or anything like that. It is just blatantly, these are just extra lightning bolts all over his costume. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's basically how it's drawn now. Well, yeah, but, like, uh, when he's, like, standing still, it's just seams. Okay. And when he runs, like, they light up like Tron. Gotcha. Because Tron ruined everything. Tron is awesome. Uh, remember, uh, speaking of Tron, remember <laughs> on Farscape when they have Tron costumes? I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I did too. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, uh, WB presents DCU animated movies talk. <laughs> We're your hosts. Berserk. My name is Joe. <laughs> So then Justice League War, uh-huh. is that um, is that the first meeting of the Justice League? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where, where the Flash's costume uh, just has seams. Okay. They all have seams and high collars and sure. uh, ridiculous-looking bullshit costumes. Sure. Uh, Wonder Woman's isn't so bad. Yeah, Wonder Woman's isn't bad because it's just got, like, a, a sleeve. Yeah. And uh, and uh, she's not wearing a choker, right? Which I appreciate. But she has like a turtleneck thing going on. Yeah, yeah. covers up her uh, cleavage. Yeah, which is perfectly okay. Sure, it's a fine look. I, I agree. I yeah. like that costume. Um, um, but yeah, it's uh, just like the the comics. Yeah, yeah, but without Aquaman. Right, yeah. minus Aquaman plus Shazam. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, just uh, did more to reiterate how much I uh, hate uh, the current version of Cyborg that they have uh, running around the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there a part where uh, where Hal Jordan says Green Lantern's got this? You mean all of the parts? <laughs> is that all of the parts? In awesome. fact, I would say that the movie's dialogue mostly consists. Of Green Lantern's got this, <laughs> or we got this, or I got this. That kind of makes me want to watch it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do a shot every time someone's got this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, for some reason, uh, Dark Side is like Galactus sized. Okay. Sure. Sure. As, as Jack Kirby intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Farscape. Farscape. <laughs> um. So this episode happened. Yeah. yeah. It, it was. Uh. It was not action packed. No. No. It was not. <laughs> uh. But uh, it was as we uh, predicted last week. The girls' night episode. It was, for the most part. Yeah, there, there were a lot more of the guys in it than uh, than the uh, the girls were in the uh, the the guys' night episode. Yeah, well, you know, uh, because uh, I mean, women can't uh, you know carry a show. No, definitely not. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, a whole episode? Come on. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's ladies' night. Yeah, and the feeling's right. <laughs> what a night! What a night! <laughs> so there was stuff I wanted to talk about. Yeah, about this episode, and uh, I don't know that I even want to. Can we talk about how it's 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 space politics? There is a lot of space <laughs> politics in this. For half of the episodes, it's, it's the is it's the Star Wars Episode One of, <laughs> of Farscape episodes. There is a lot of negotiating, and some treaties are signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I would say "signed" is a uh, very loose term. Yeah, they put colored crystals onto something and then click them. Yeah. Space. That's yeah. It's it's futuristic. Yeah, Eric. Okay. That is in the future how everyone will sign everything in space with a personalized color crystal. Right. Signer. I want violet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you are like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. With his purple lightsaber. The only one who gets that color. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 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 Yeah? Hmm. Yeah? You know, uh, in Unbreakable, he wore purple. Did he really? Because that's the sign of a villain. Huh. Spoiler. Interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> they call him what? Mr. Chips. Yes, Mr. Chips. <laughs> That would have been awesome. Because <laughs> he really likes potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, yeah, so there, there is, uh, is a lot of... Uh, a lot of talkie. A lot of talkie, a lot of spying. And, yep, and most of it uninteresting. Yeah. Or just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're on this planet made out of a dead Leviathan or something like that. Yeah, the Leviathan is fused with this, with a planetoid. Right. Is what they say. And, uh, uh, they're there to get a, sort of like a cloaking device for yeah. Moya. It's a, a, a thing that will make the ship appear differently on scanners. Right. Scanner disruptor or something. Yeah. Sonic disruptors. Sure. Uh, but they can also uh, modify humans or humanoids to uh, shapeshift. Yeah. Because why not? That's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, so throughout the course of this bullshit story, Naranti <laughs> uh, and uh, Chiana have to uh, get their... Uh, Shapes shifted. They do. And they must have not had enough money. Yeah. <laughs> because it is the worst disguises that have ever been seen on anything. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they dye Chiana's hair. They yep. dye both of their hair. Yeah. And, uh, and, and skin. 
At least Chiana's skin. Yeah, she goes from light gray to uh, like a like a cobalt blue. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was sort of a green, greenish, maybe aqua green. I maybe. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the only thing I could think of was um, in Masters of the Universe. Okay. <laughs> there was a uh, a toy uh, that uh, was uh, He-Man's uh, evil doppelganger named Fakor. Uh-huh. Who was just He-Man painted blue with red hair. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what this yeah, is. He's a robot, too. Oh, yeah, he yeah. is also a robot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Evil Lynn. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, she was yellow. She, she was yellow. blue hair. Yep. I, sh- I, I was reminded of, uh, is it Gamora? The Guardians of the Galaxy character? Is that Zoe Saldana's character in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Uh, that was what reminded me. Okay. Reminded me of that, but I don't well, know. She's I, green. Is she green? Yeah. Well, I thought, like I said, I thought she was green. So okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was mostly thinking about the awesome Guardians of the Galaxy trailer <laughs> that debuted today while we were watching this episode. I didn't watch it. I went to my happy place. <laughs> I know you didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I won't watch it. I won't say anything. Okay. Because. You know, uh, I don't know if uh, the Viewmasters listeners know this. No. I don't watch trailers. Right. Because I'm tired of uh, having movies ruined for me, or just way overhyped, and I just uh, don't care about them by the time I see them. Mm -hmm. And I like to be surprised when I see movies. Yeah, because as you say frequently, you already know you're going to see the movie. Exactly. So I'm already sold on this movie. Yeah. It's a Marvel movie, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's James Gunn, who has yet to make a bad movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Seriously, if you haven't seen Slither, Super, or The Specials, or the Dawn of the Dead remake, even though he didn't direct it, right? go see those, because they're yeah. great. Dawn of the Dead is the only good uh, Zack Snyder movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I would say a big part of that, script by James Gunn. Sure, absolutely. And some good performances. Yeah. And Zack Snyder not up his own ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is important. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I watched that today. All right. So I was thinking of that while I was watching this episode. I've heard good things about it. It's awesome. All right. Uh, but yeah, so um, so yeah, their their genetic modifications are not very good. Yeah, they are not good disguises. I will say this, and uh, this uh, will be perceived as an insult to the person that I'm comparing it to. Okay. And that is unfortunate. But uh, Neranti kind of looks like June Diane Raphael. <laughs> that is wrong. Yes, it is. That is incredibly wrong. Because June Diane Raphael is lovely. Yes. And awesome and talented. Yes. And Neranti is the opposite of all of that. <laughs> Neranti is the worst creature in the galaxy. <laughs> In all the galaxy and all of written fiction, yes, <laughs> there is no one worse than Naranti. Gollum is a more attractive character. Yep, than than Naranti. At least he has endearing qualities. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, like when he sings songs about fish. Sure. <laughs> yeah, even when he's trying to kill a. A Frodo or a Sam, he yeah. is far more endearing than Naranti. Because I can at least see where he's coming from. Exactly. He just wants his precious. Exactly. Yeah. Naranti is always sitting around trying to figure out 
what is a way today that I can get people to eat something that I spit up? Right. Which happens in this episode. It does. <laughs> Which also leads me to this. So, I think I had a revelation today that uh, Bracca is the actual hero of this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is uh, just just poor, put-upon Bracca, <laughs> who is abused at every turn. Uh, I think uh, it's, it's, uh, this is all just about his journey. <laughs> he does, uh, he, he has a lot going on in yeah. his life. <laughs> and it seems like it could be an interesting program. Yeah. Uh, I would like to learn uh, more about him. Yeah. And, and uh, just, just, just see how he copes with yeah. daily life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like Alias, sort of. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, but, uh, he does get, uh, he does get to punch Naranti in the face. He does. <laughs> and that's why you're saying he's the hero of the show, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, in any given week, is the person to punch Naranti in the face <laughs> is the hero of that week. Yes. I agree. Uh, but with Bracca. Like, I really felt it. Because, mm-hmm. again, he is just uh, the most abused character on this show, and the most put upon, and, and just every time we see him, he is just suffering some new indignity. Yeah. And for him to finally be able to release some aggression, uh, you know, to, to fight back against all of this, and just punch an old, annoying woman in the face. <laughs> It's, Agreed. It's marvelous. It is nice. Good for you, Bracca. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bunch of space politics. Yeah. The secret meeting between Greza and the uh, Sebation envoy that's led by Sebation Maleficent. Yep. Played by Ben Browder's wife. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I think she's been like six different characters throughout the entire series. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was it's her time to shine. It is. Uh, she's uh you know fighting back against that uh horrible Claudia Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. She uh like us has witnessed the incredible chemistry mm-hmm. between Ben Browner and Claudia Black and said, I have to put a stop to this. <laughs> I say thee nay. <laughs> so I will appear as a horrible alien. <laughs> that does look like the Sebation version of Maleficent. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, so they're having their secret meeting and uh uh or scared, I'm sorry. Scared, yeah. And uh sure. I knew, I knew what you meant. I, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get letters. No. <laughs> Our listener would have written in. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, at minute mark 26 of the most recent episode, you inadvertently <laughs> referenced Sebations when you meant Scarens. I will take my no prize at this address. 
I am sure that they are more likely annoyed at the 30 minutes we talked about Flashpoint Paradox. <laughs> you know what? They At this point, you know what you're in for, kids. It's true. You know, you know what the show is that you're getting, Anonymous. So just stick with it. If you're with us at this point, you, you're going to be with us for the long haul. That's true. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Right in. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Like we're, us on Facebook. We're not going to take your uh, advice under nope. consideration, but it's nice to know exactly. that people have thoughts. Right in. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Tumblr. Leave us an iTunes review. Yeah, just search for Gutter Trash Podcast. Yeah. You'll find it. <laughs> anyway. Anyhow. You can follow me on Twitter, at Joe Grunenwald. You can follow me at Twitter, at E. Seanborn. Yeah, all right. <laughs> don't drive like my brother. Don't drive like my brother. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Anyway, so there's a spying. <laughs> there's spying, and they sign a treaty, and... Uh, Attempted assassination. Yeah, yeah, Aaron decides that she's going to assassinate Greza uh, to stop this from happening. Because yep. the, the Scarens uh, are going to destroy Luxon space right. as part of the treaty. And uh, But she gets interrupted by the uh, the, the, uh, the, the Scarens uh, betraying uh, Greza. Yeah. And uh, uh, taking her prisoner. And then, uh, and then all hell breaks loose. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of exciting. It was kind of exciting. I also had a lot of trouble following what was going on. I had no clue. <laughs> Very little. Uh, and then there's uh, the Australian Toby Huss uh, was uh, chasing after uh, Chiana for some reason, uh, and some other guy who also seemed really familiar, but I couldn't place it. <laughs> That guy really did look like Toby Huss's character from The Hunger Games. Yeah. Didn't he? I didn't even know he was in The Hunger Games. Yeah. Okay. With that, with that, like, pointy hair. Okay. It's awesome. Like, the first thing I thought when I saw him was, uh, oh, that looks a lot like Toby Huss. (laughs) That can't be Toby Huss, can it? (laughs) And then I started thinking, no. But it also looks a lot like the guy from Prodigy. Yeah. Yeah. I am the Biostata. That I do not know. (laughs) What the fuck was that? It was me singing. Okay. Enjoy it. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm made uncomfortable by your singing. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. Me me singing hits from uh, 17 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Toby Huss or Toby Jones? Uh, the guy that played, uh, we're thinking of the same guy, right? The guy that played, uh, Truman Capote and no. then not Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, okay, so I'm thinking of that guy. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Who, who is, to- is Toby Huss? Uh, Toby Huss was in Carnival. He was Carnival. Was he the, the short guy? Uh, no, he wasn't the no. short guy. No, he was, uh, uh, I forget who he was in, uh, Carnival, exactly. Yeah. Um, he was, he's, uh, he was the, uh... Was he Clancy Brown? <laughs> he was not Clancy Brown. Okay. <laughs> Nor was he Clea Duvall. Okay. <laughs> was he, <coughs> was he, uh, 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 uh John Connor? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Uh, no, I think I remember who he was. Okay. I, I can't remember his name, but yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been on a hundred things. Yeah, he was he was the king on Seinfeld. 
the the uh, whiz the whiz that's it it's the whiz the nobody whiz. beats me yeah awesome and uh the voice of cotton hill oh my god he was Artie on the adventures of pete and pete because okay. that was totally the whiz all right awesome <laughs> there you go awesome all right i'm with you now right. also again the voice of cotton hill yeah and the voice of uh the uh, the the uh thunderbolt ross like character from the venture brothers okay <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah sorry no so yeah, so that happens. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so those are the guys that they're actually there to see. They're the guys that are buying the that they're buying the uh, modulator or whatever from. Right. And uh, and they just sort of show up. They they go off at the <clears throat> beginning of the episode. Yeah. And then they just sort of reappear again. And uh, well, like Chiana was following them. Yeah. For no reason that was ever fully explained. Well, they didn't trust them. Sure. Because but... they were not interested in Chiana's. Uh, uh, feminine, right? Uh, uh, advances. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and then yeah, all of a sudden they show up uh, when uh, shape shifted Chiana uh, again. Looks like Fakor from uh, Mash of the Universe. Right. Right. Um, tries to uh, start the uh, the escape pod up, and uh, they uh, they think she's an intruder because she has changed her shape. Yeah. Because. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't, so that was uh, that was a surprising, actually. Yeah, on their part, that they were trustworthy. Yeah, it was it was strange, very strange. And they gave them the modulator. Yeah, and yeah, there's some action, and uh, the 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 gang gets uh, split up a little bit, and uh, leaving Aaron to uh, defend herself against uh, a couple of uh, Scarens. Uh, after killing some uh, predator type guys mm-hmm. whose name I can never remember or pronounce. The Scapadala. Sure. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who suddenly showed up in this episode out of nowhere as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Aaron uh, you know, gets onto the the escape pod, having successfully fought off the uh, the Scarens. Yeah. And Greza has been apparently taken prisoner. Yeah. Um, and then they get back to uh, Moya. Where uh, Moya immediately starbursts because there is a uh, Scarin warship after them. Right. Yeah. And then the episode finally gets good. Yeah. Yeah, then it gets interesting when the men arrive. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) I am an asshole. But it's true, it's what happens in the episodes. <laughs> Can't argue with facts. <laughs> uh yeah, so they <clears throat> they get back to Moya and uh and the Scarens are still hot on their tail. Yeah. Even though they've starbursted away. And uh they determine that uh, there's some sort of beacon. The titular beacon yeah. finally makes its appearance. Forty minutes in. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, they determine there's some sort of beacon on the ship that is leading them, and they can't find it. Yep. Uh, and they, uh, the girls all start blaming each other because they were separated. Sure. And they're catty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the DRDs aren't turning up any sort of uh, any uh, any uh, beacons uh, coming from any of them. Yeah. Or anything or, weird in general. No. Or even the uh, the uh, the uh, T1000 modulator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 8209 sure. image 
Cortex Manipulator. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, um, they're, they're briefly, they briefly, uh, d- discuss abandoning Moya. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and Crichton asks Aaron, uh, what, I don't know, why it comes up. But uh, he asks her, uh, uh, what it means. He's just for worried him. about the safety of the baby. He's worried about the safety of the baby, yeah. So yeah. What, what does this mean for the baby? Right. And Aaron has no idea what he's talking about. Yep. So Crichton goes crazy. Yeah. And crazy Crichton always makes for a good episode. Yes. Nicholas Cage, saying the alphabet. <laughs> Love it. Yep. Uh, he did sing the alphabet. He did. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, fucking episode. Come on. Yeah. For ten minutes. Ten solid minutes. You showed us how good an episode you could be. It was pretty tense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause especially since, since we know that we're winding down here. Exactly. Like anything could happen. Anything. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, who knows? <laughs> well, it's not fucking Breaking Bad, so that's I guess. True. They, uh, again, they were canceled, so yeah, that's true. They, <laughs> they thought they had a few more years left. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so things get really tense. There's a standoff, and the the, the scarings are approaching, and uh, and uh, the uh, Aaron uh, she she can't uh, really talk. Yeah, she can't she can't say the word baby. Nope. Or spell it. Nope. Or, uh, or anything related to uh, childbirth. Yes. And so, as any good man would do, <laughs> Crichton shoots her in the face. In the face. <laughs> you go home and say, Jenny, what do you feel about having a baby? And she does not answer in the positive. <laughs> You shoot her in the face. Uh, you know, it's it's not even that. If she is literally unable to say the words, <laughs> then I think that's acceptable. Okay. Because right. I'll know that she is a, a replicant right. at that point. Some sort of biological robot android that somehow Aaron got replaced with. Yeah. In the uh, moments where she was gone. Yeah, I, I was sort of confused because it, it almost sounded like like she was replaced a long time ago it does yeah there were some 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 lines of dialogue there that uh, did sort of make it feel like that but i don't think so yeah i don't think so either Uh, i think it was just in the 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 half an hour and that she was uh, missing yeah yeah uh so yeah and so we get treated to lots of shots of uh just aaron with half of a head yeah and just white Goopy things pulsating <laughs> and dripping out of her skull. Yeah, like a like an android. Like an android does from yeah. Alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it's not every day you have to shoot your girlfriend in the face. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine that uh, you know I wouldn't know from any kind of personal experience, but I imagine it would be pretty hard. Probably. <laughs> Actually, I wrote a very similar story once, years and years ago, huh? about, uh, uh, you, you may remember my, uh, my film character, Rex Driver. Yes. Do you remember Rex Driver? Yes. I wrote a short Rex Driver script, uh, about a couple of the characters who were partners, 
and uh, and the one is replaced by a robot, and eventually the other one has to to shoot her in the face. Huh. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Farscape stole your idea? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Rockne O'Bannon. <laughs> I'll expect a check. You just sit in front of your mailbox. I will. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so who knows where Aaron is? Yeah. So that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was uh, she was the beacon. Yeah. And uh, they, they uh, are able to uh, finally get the uh, the. Uh, uh, image inducer uh, that Professor X gave him mm-hmm. and uh, changed his ship into like an oil rig or something. I don't yeah. know. And uh, fooled the Scarens. Yeah, they they changed it into some other kind of Scaren ship. Yep. And then uh, Sokozu uh, speaks to them in Scaren. Yep. And basically gets them to go away. Yep. Which is awesome. It was pretty awesome. I like Sokozu still. I, I still do as well. And... and yeah, seriously, the last 10 minutes of this episode were great. Yeah. And the other 35 were fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was interesting, but not good entertainment. No. Uh, At least, like, all the, all the, the politics stuff right. I thought was interesting, but not good entertainment. No, not to drag out for the majority of an episode. Yeah. yeah. And the stuff with, with, uh, Chiana Naranti was ridiculous. Getting massages and, Shape changing and making out with each other and making out with each other. Weird. That's all. It's just fucking weird. Don't do that, please. Stop that. Awkward. I can't even form complete sentences <laughs> thinking about that scene. It was horrifying. Yep. Oh uh, Christ. Yeah. But yeah, last ten minutes, awesome. Yeah. Um, sets up some interesting stuff. Yeah. Let's see them try not to fail. <laughs> we know there's a three-parter coming up. Yeah. So yeah. that should be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, coming up to the end of the season. Of yeah. course there's going to be some three-parters. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the princess. <laughs> oh, the, uh... Halcyon days of that. Yeah. Look at the princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. masterpiece compared to... That was a good story. I liked it. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, compared to especially what we've uh, been subjected through, especially in this season. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Naranti wasn't in those episodes. It's true. So they are the best episodes of the series. Any episode without Naranti <laughs> is the best. And even... Like, even if, like, the next episode of Farscape was the greatest thing that had ever been on television, mm-hmm. if Naranti is in it, it will be tainted forever. Yeah. She just, she brings everything down. Yep. Just by being there. Yeah. Even if, even if, at the very beginning, they punch her in the face, <laughs> knock her out for the rest of the episode, the fact that she was in it, at the very beginning, ruins that episode. I don't know if she's there solely to be punched in the face. That's not so bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I'm saying this, that the next episode is the greatest episode of television ever. Right. But she is in it only in, like, the first 30 seconds to get punched in the face. (laughs) It still brings it down a notch. Yeah. Because she is in it. All right. 
We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>